AI and HR. Are we using it the right way? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Phil Libin, co-founder and CEO of All Turtles. Welcome, Phil. Nice to be here. So what does All Turtles do, and what prompted you to start the company? And we build uh, high-impact tech products. Um, so we work on a, a few different products at the same time. We focus on solving uh, kind of the, you know, the, the, the problems that are hiding in plain sight, the stuff that everyone knows about, but no one is really rushing to solve that we think we can actually uh, make a difference using mostly the new AI tech. So we make a, a few different things uh, all over the world. Artificial intelligence is entering every aspect of the enterprise, human resources included. How do you evaluate AI products to ensure that machines will truly benefit humans, customers of HR, without making humans feel like guinea pigs? I think um, AI is just a tool like anything else. Uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about how it's scary and whether computers are going to take over and all of that kind of stuff. But that, that's really maybe kind of above my pay grade. We're not working on the deep tech. We're working on solving very specific real problems um, using tools and techniques that just weren't available until now. So I think if you focus on that, if you focus on doing specific things that need doing and just using AI to do them, then the whole thing just makes a lot more sense and it's a lot less scary. So we, we don't really think about um, you know, how to make computers smart and certainly not how to make them smarter than people because I don't really understand what problem that's solving. We're looking to do specific, beautiful, high-impact things. So let's focus on one aspect then. What role does AI play in talent acquisition? Um, well, I think if you think about talent in general, just building a good team, uh, there's, there's room for AI almost everywhere, um, but it isn't, it isn't about AI. It's about what do you want to achieve with the kind of culture in the team that you have. Um, and, you know, I've run a few, a few companies at this point, and I think there's, there's kind of three big components to making sure you have the right team. Um, it's, you know, making sure that you're seeing as many qualified candidates as possible for every position. Kind of the first step, the second step is then deciding on, on which, which people you want to make offers to and negotiating the offers and all that stuff. And the third step is the career development, actually making sure that these people, uh, that good people stick around, that, that bad people don't stick around, that people get better as they stick around. And of those three things, you know, the, the top of the funnel, the selection process and the career development, almost everyone seems to fetishize the second piece, which is also the least important. So I think there's been a lot of emphasis on just using AI and other things for how do you like choose candidates better, but that's literally the, the least important part. It's much more important to have uh, as many people as possible coming in at the top of the funnel and then just finding a way to do really good career development. Uh, for people once they're there, and there's room for AI everywhere. Uh, you know, figuring out your your your, your bias, uh, whether it's uh, intentional or, or 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 not, making sure that you have the right candidate pool in the beginning, making sure that you are making selections correctly, uh, figuring out how to you know how to train people, how to do skills improvement. There's there's room for all of it. Along those lines. AI in the form of natural language processing is being used to crawl the web looking at social media, news reports, public records for signs of negative or positive attributes. How should this kind of information be weighed compared to traditional face-to-face -face interviews and reference checks? Well, so I think a lot of the research seems to show that interviews are, are kind of nonsense. Um, it's just a very poor signal. Uh, most people aren't very good at interviewing, uh, evaluating people during an interview. And unless you're hiring someone 
for the job of doing interviews, what you're evaluating is very little to do with what their actual job performance is going to be. So I think the interview process is pretty low signal. It's pretty low value. Uh, certainly in my own, you know, I've been hiring people for I don't know, 25 years and I, I just don't think I'm very good at interviewing people. You, you'd think I'd be good at it by now. I've interviewed, you know, thousands of people literally, but I don't consider myself good at it. In fact, I, I barely do it. Um, I think what's much more important is uh, making sure you're getting enough diverse candidates in for every position. You really have to try hard for that. And then, um, you know, developing them once you, once you brought them on. And, and that interview step is, I'm not sure that if you just like randomly select candidates that it wouldn't be just as good as the way most people interview. Switching gears maybe a little bit. Um, how can AI help identify people who may feel isolated or alone? Hmm, that's kind of an interesting question. I mean, I, I think, and I, I'm not sure if that's a desirable thing, right? There's, I, I've had a lot of conversations. I've been in a lot of conversations of people using AI to try to detect, um, you know, de detect signs of depression, detect signs of suicidal thought. Um, I don't know. That all feels not exactly right to me. Like maybe that's a good idea, but 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 maybe it's not, right? Maybe the thing to do is not to identify people who feel isolated, but to to make people feel less isolated. I think there's there's kind of a fetish of, of technology in kind of the first phase of using this, uh, you know, what used to be called big data, what a lot of now is called AI to like find patterns without really figuring out, okay, well now you found them, now what? Why are people feeling more isolated? Why are people feeling more alone? Why are these other side effects, you know, happening more? What do we do about them? So I'm, I'm much more interested in the actual core solutions than I am in, in identifying and tracking people. In fact, I, I kind of prefer not to identify or track or data mine until I know exactly what am I going to do positively with this data and, and, and with this information. And uh, we do have a couple of projects that deal with, uh, with mental health, with burnout, with, with anxiety, and, you know, in hopefully innovative ways. Is it an oxymoron to say that AI can help personalize an employee's experience? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that means exactly. Um, I think there's a lot of, I've kind of talked about this uh, a bunch in my podcast. I've had a lot of arguments with people about the value of personalization in general. I think like personalization has been kind of oversold. Like there's not that many things. There's not that many products or experiences that are really better because they're somehow personalized. I think that's a, that's, you know, that's kind of a crutch. Um, I think what you want to do is uh, create a workplace culture. If you're thinking about, you know, culture at work, you make a workplace culture that's uh, diverse, inclusive, respectful, uh, and there's tools for that. In fact, some of the stuff we make. So our, our first product that we launched is called Spot. Uh, it's a, an AI for uh, workplace harassment and discrimination reporting. It makes it much easier uh, for people to report um, harassment and discrimination and for companies to actually deal with those reports, to, to, to do follow-ups, to get back to people. It kind of lowers the bar on both sides for, for reporting, just making it much less traumatic, much better experience. And we, that's available for anyone to use. It's at uh, talktospot.com uh, and companies can buy a corporate version of it as well. And that's the kind of thing that uses some very simple AI, some natural language processing AI to help with reporting, but it isn't trying to like detect anything. It's just giving you a much more humane tool to do reporting and then giving companies a much more effective set of tools uh, for actually dealing with these reports. Um, we have another product that we just launched called uh, SIFT, uh, which is uh, uh, news therapy. It's trying to deal with uh, kind of an, another side of this problem, which is all of us are literally getting sick because of news. Maybe not all of us, but many of us. I certainly am. I think like the news is making us sick. 
the way it's delivered, the way it's monetized, the way it's the way the incentives are set up to drive conflict and anxiety. And we have a uh, an attempt to give you a, a more kind of resilient, meditative way to feel the news in a way that hopefully doesn't make you anxious. So we're, we're trying to, instead of saying like, how can AI do X or how can AI do Y? We're trying to say, okay, what are the specific problems that everyone kind of knows exists? They're, they're kind of the monsters hiding in plain sight, but for whatever reason, the world isn't like rushing out to solve them and we <laughs> rush out badly and try to solve them. Is SPOT that you talked about earlier, is that what the Yukon Human Rights Commission is using? Yes, uh, uh, they are one of our customers. I'm not actually sure if that's publicly known, but I guess you know it, so it must be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we won't tell anybody. We have, um, uh, we have uh, a few dozen um, enterprises, uh, small companies, big companies, Fortune 500 companies, governments uh, that, that use it, and uh, it's great. I'm really proud of, uh, uh, of this effort. We have a, a super good team uh, leading it. Uh, my co-founder at All Turtles, Jessica, um, is leading it as the CEO of Spot. Uh, we have a, a great team that we've put together, uh, kind of from the beginning of it. There's uh, um, lots of lots of attraction. It's it's the first product that's kind of come out of our you know model of like kind of start to finish a an, an all turtles product. Then we've got a few more coming up. I know you learned a lot um, as CEO of Evernote about what to do and what not to do. Right? What are you learning so far with Spot from this? the standpoint of, you know, leading up to the launch to how it's actually being utilized? Well, um, I think, I mean, tons, right? Uh, in, in, in the abstract sense, in terms of just like how to develop products, I think what I learned from Evernote and from a lot of my previous experiences is that just like the, the traditional Silicon Valley startup way of making things is really inefficient. Um, the emphasis on scaling things as quickly as possible on, you know, hyperscaling or, or blitz scaling or whatever it's called is, is kind of inefficient. Uh, forcing all startup founders to be, to make and operate small companies rather than just building their product is very inefficient. Um, so we, these are all the things that we've tried to correct with, with all turtles, with our model and, and spots kind of the first example of that. And then of course, actually doing the research on spot and using it ourselves, we've learned a lot about, about culture, about harassment and discrimination, about you know what it takes to try to have a good culture, try to be try to be better uh, uh, all the time. Um, one of them is um, not specifically related to spot, but just related to culture and, 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 and to to trying to make something inclusive. Uh, we realize that um, we have to work really hard to make sure that we have the right people for each position. And so, for example. Um, we have recruiters that we pay specifically, uh, and we, we, we tell recruiters specifically, we are paying you to send us candidates for every position that are women and underrepresented minorities because we already have like plenty of dudes that look like me in our pipeline, in our network. So we're already gonna talk to them anyway. If we're gonna pay recruiters extra, we want to pay them to give us people who aren't in our network so that whenever we're deciding on a position, we have a diverse set of candidates to choose from. Once we actually are making a decision, we're not going to favor one candidate versus another based on their identity. But we we do need to work extra hard and spend more money to make sure that we're at least considering a more diverse group of people than we would normally have access to. So it's stuff like that, and it's it's stuff like that that it's very hard for startups to do because startups are very deeply um, uh, uh, driven to take shortcuts, to grow as quickly as possible, to take every possible shortcut. And and if you're if you're 
if you're really optimizing for shortcuts, if you're optimizing for, for as scaling as quickly as possible, you just can't do some of these things correctly. And it results in a lot of, you know, shortcut culture, which starts out with good intentions, but leads to uh, pretty poor culture overall. So we're, we've been a lot more mindful of that. Uh, this is my fourth company. Uh, I think I've you know, made a lot of mistakes and, well, <laughs> you know, each of them, uh, but learned from it. And, and we're trying to do better this time around and, and more intentional. And the old turtle structure is meant to allow all of the products that we make to have this kind of a pattern where we're not looking necessarily for shortcuts. We're trying to optimize for how much impact we can have within a, a few years, not necessarily like how quickly can we, how much can we do in the next three weeks. It's certainly a very smart approach for any business, Phil. Phil Libin, co-founder and CEO of All Turtles. Thanks for giving us some time and shedding some light on some of the work that you're doing. If somebody wants to connect with you and find out more about that work, how can they do that? Uh, best thing to do is to just send an email uh, to uh, hello at all-turtles.com or just check out some of our products. Uh, uh, if you're an iPhone user, take a look at uh, Sift uh, News Therapy on the, op on the App Store and take a look at uh, Spot at talktospot.com. Sounds good. And if you guys want to find me and more of my interviews, you can go to tanyahall.net. I've got links to all my social sites. Thanks for watching.